Welcome to this episode of Two Pickled Peppers Podcast. On today's episode, we figured we would shed some light on us and how we met. We talk about our accents, even though I don't really have one, and yes, how we do. were forced <laughs> to text at times just to understand each other. Can you text me? Because I didn't understand you. You didn't understand any of that? No, I did not understand a single word you said. Next. <laughs> All right, on this episode, we figured since we've put a few out now, we've got our website up and running, and we've been interacting with you guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, that it's probably important to tell you a little more about us, maybe how we met. What do you think? I agree. I agree. It's a, it's a good little story of how we met. Uh, funny stories. There's a lot of funny laughs along, along the way. So um, go ahead. Tell them the story. All right. So I was on a girl's trip to St. Simon's and you were working in South Georgia at the Academy and we both ended up at the same place one night. And I know you always say that I made some smart comment that kind of caught your ear. Does it surprise you? <laughs> no, but my favorite part is you say that's what was part of the attraction. And so I need to remind you of that every time I say a smart comment and, for the rest of our lives. And I told you, I love your smart ass mouth. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely do. And it was something about it. I just, you caught my ear first. Mm -hmm. I heard you say something. I turned around. I'm like, I'm like, that's a good looking woman there. I like. <laughs> but your mouth, there was something about what you said that had, there was an instant attraction because again, it was something funny you said, it was something smart ass and it just caught my ear. And the funniest thing is we cannot remember to this day. There's no telling because I think the more that you listen to us, you'll understand that sometimes we just say stuff and we can't remember what we said. We're just living in the moment and whatever was said is said. And it's usually lighthearted. And then we're already moving on to the next subject. I can't even remember why I walked into the kitchen, much less <laughs> what was said back Welcome then. Welcome <laughs> to your 40s. It only goes downhill from here, I understand. Yeah, I can tell you. Eyesight and everything else, gone. Memory but, wasn't really always there. I can remember useless facts, though. That's mm -hmm. about it. I have a ton of useless facts that never helped me for anything in my life except a trivia contest. Well, and I think I'm... I can remember when people have wronged me, but like you, I can't remember why I went to the kitchen or what I was going to go get out of the car. <laughs> but if you ever do me wrong, that thing is burned into my brain for life. Yep. Forget about it. I can hold a grudge. People, Sorry. People doing you wrong on birthdays. Those are your two things. You yeah. Do I'm like Rain Man with birthdays. It's a freakish <laughs> thing. Like I know all my cousins' birthdays. I know people that I used to work with's birthdays, people I've gone to school with their birthdays. It's a weird like Rain Man kind of thing. Absolutely. It's odd. It's odd. And I can read backwards. That's another story. Uh, again, more little, more little things that I like about <laughs> Just you. Just little weird random stuff. I definitely am like the most random combination of a compact person you've ever met. <laughs> your pocket size, your exactly. fun size. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, whatever it was, a smart aleck comment. We ended up hanging out together that night. Mm -hmm. The next day... We spent the entire day hanging out in Savannah, which ends up being one of our favorite With places a Rita Wilson lookalike. Yeah, there was totally a Rita Wilson lookalike. <laughs> but um, we just had a blast, and, and it was so easy right from natural, the beginning. Very natural. It felt very comfortable being around you. It felt right. Yeah, and we were able to, everything that we said was interesting and it wasn't just that that like oh yes everybody's so perfect in the beginning mm -hmm. it wasn't any of that no, it, it was that. like 
oh my gosh, this person is so funny and they get my twisted sense of humor. Like I could throw a little kind of dry comment out there and he instantly knew what I was talking about and then came back with something. So it was no longer where I've had conversations with people and I throw out the funny like one liner and they have no idea and they're sitting there like crickets. Well, it's crickets. always been, I mean, since the first day, we've always played well <laughs> off of each other. Yeah. With, again, we both have a sick twist of sense of humor. That's an it absolute is. fact. Quick-witted too. And, you know, as people get to know, if you're around us, it's going to be one of two options. A, you're going to love being around us. You're going to have fun. You're going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to hate us. And just and wish we would go away and be quiet. And think that we are the <laughs> two most annoying. There is no in between. No. It's feast of famine, love us or hate <laughs> us. That it is what, And I'm okay with that. Because I'm not changing what we are. I don't want us to change. I want us to maintain that. And again, you come and join us for this ride. Oh, get the hell out the way. But And that's probably, that definitely ties into, I think, why we mesh so well. Because certainly at the time, I was still living here in Georgia. Correct. And yes. you were still stationed in New York. Which is not easy, having no. a long-distance relationship. An early, just forming relationship yeah. and be a long distance. Well, and because of that, it forced us to be really creative. I mean, obviously... We took trips, right? I flew up there to see you and hang out. You flew down here to see me and hang out. So we made it a point to see each other in person as much as we could. But we also recognized the value of getting to know each other better with what we had. So meaning with that distance, because if we were really going to have a relationship, there had to be trust, right? That's the most important thing in any relationship. 800 miles away, we don't get to see each other all the time. And we don't know where the other one is. There has to be trust. Right. There is no other way. I mean, if, and you know, and while it sucked being apart from each other and it sucked, you know, being, you know, me in New York and you down here in Georgia, it did help number one with the trust, but it also helped letting us get to know each other for real. It wasn't yeah. just a physical attraction anymore. The physical attraction was always there, but it became more of a, an, a complete total attraction to the other person. Listening to you, talking to you over the phone. <laughs> trying to decipher my Southern accent. Well, Me trying to decipher your Brooklyn accent. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's you know, <laughs> at least when we're in front of each other, we can kind of sort of read each other's lips and get an idea Not of what we're saying. Not even the lips. It's like maybe you'll point to something <laughs> that'll clue me into what you're talking about. But you want to talk about accents getting in the way. Listen to me talk. I mean, I sound like I was raised in an outhouse. And I do not have a Brooklyn accent. You have a strong Brooklyn accent, especially if you're talking to your Brooklyn friends. It comes out the same way when I talk to my Southern friends. Mine gets a little. Your outhouse Southern when you talk to your (laughs) friends. (laughs) There were times when it was almost like, we're like, wait, what did you say? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. My favorite is when we were comparing music because we both have like this really different eclectic uh, liking of music. Yes. So anything from rap to rock to a Motown little bit of country, to tons everything. of Motown, soulful music, a little bit of classical, like pretty much anything is on the table with us so musically. do you remember what was the name of the band that Yes, you <laughs> I told you, I said, have you ever heard of that band ELO? And you I, should look them up and download their songs. And I'm looking at myself, I'm like, Yellow? I've never heard of a band named Yellow in my life. But you left that conversation, and I think you did some Googling. Well, I, yeah, because I'm like, 
I'm like, wow, did I miss this one? Because I'm pretty good with bands. And I'm like, Yellow. And you're like, they're like a really good band. They're famous. They're popular. This, that, the yeah. other. ELO. Like, no, Yellow is what you said. <laughs> I said ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Well, I found that out afterwards, you know, when you're like, yeah, Evil Woman. I'm like, ELO? <laughs> yes, I've heard of them. Never heard of Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely an indicator early on that. Maybe we don't always understand what the other one's saying. So we did learn the art of texting. So oh, Lord. <laughs> it became oh, like, Lord. what did you say? I don't know. Just just, just text okay, it to so me. Okay, let, so let's just start off by saying you are a grammar hammer. Okay. Get guilty as charged. And I learned that early on. Yes. So now here's my dilemma, my trauma. Okay. okay. When we were first started dating, it was, here I am, you know, English is my third language. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I speak Spanish. I grew up speaking Spanish first. I grew up speaking Brooklyn next, and then English. <laughs> Brooklyn's not a language. Yes, it is. Trust me, <laughs> if you live there, you'll understand. I mean, try, I've been on the receiving end. It kind of feels like one sometimes, but it is not a legal language. Forget about it. Okay, <laughs> that tells you everything right there. However, so here I am texting you, okay, and I find out that you, you know, when you tell me that, you know, one of your dreams is to diagram sentences. and you know, and I'm <laughs> It's like, an evil, twisted and, mind. And when I hear English, I start getting heart palpitations. It's like... Sweaty oh pits. I start getting <laughs> nervous all over. I'm like, oh my God, no. And, you, and you're this perfectionist when it comes to English, which is a beautiful thing. Don't get me wrong. But growing up in Brooklyn, it was never my, you know, anything important to me. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. you know, and speaking Spanish to my parents, it wasn't even less important to learn. And let's be properly. clear. I don't have dreams of diagramming sentences. I merely told you Those are my nightmares. that <laughs> had there been a job diagramming sentences as soon as I graduated high school, that I would have been the perfect fit for that job. That's what I said. Right. This is what you just said. After you graduated high school. That's the last thing I was thinking about when I graduated high school. <laughs> Think about English and this, that, the other. So here's my problem. I'm trying to write to you. Right, We're getting to know each other. We're, oh, it's over text, you know, mm-hmm. and phone calls. So it's like, you know, hey, send you a cute text here. I would read the text and I'm like, I sound like some sort of idiot when I'm writing this. I'm like, <laughs> You would question your I, own I, I questioned <laughs> myself so many times because I thought, I'm like, you're going to think I am an idiot. And what a turn off. Right then and there, you're like, oh, he, you know, he's cute. But he's stupid. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, box of rocks. That's, Some um, people like a cute, stupid guy. I'm just saying. So you know how many times I wrote <laughs> things on text and I read it to myself and I'm like, only a moron would say that. And I'm like, <laughs> backspace, backspace, backspace. Think of a different way to say it. So so if you weren't sure how to say it grammatically correct, you would just change oh, the whole sentence. Or if I didn't know how to spell it, let's put it that. Because, you know, hey, you know oh, what? Oh, my word. I'll I called you, what, you out on your spelling so you many You know times. what I never did? Win the spelling bee. <laughs> never. <laughs> But my favorite is nowadays it will help you spell it correctly. But you had to have spelled it wrong so many times that you oh, convinced life. <laughs> Apple that that was the right way to yes. spell it and to leave you alone. Like you had some kind of Brooklyn filter on your phone that said, oh, bless him. He's from Brooklyn. Just leave it alone. Just leave it Let alone. It go. Exactly. It, it was, you made me learn how to Paranoid. write and spell because <laughs> I was nervous that you'd think I'm just some sort of idiot. Whenever Cute I'm, but stupid, we but said. Stupid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know. With those texting and, you know, and trying my hardest to tell you, you know, a certain way how to tell you things, we did get to know each other. But that's funny. It's to me, 
I wasn't looking at your text that way. Like I would say silly stuff to you be like, you know, that word only has one M, right? You know, or something like that. And you, instead of acknowledging it, heart. <laughs> you would defend it and say, no, no, that's how we spell it in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I had a come up with something. See, that's my quick wittiness. I oh say something Lord. like that. That's how we spell it in Brooklyn. And I'd be like, Whatever. If you don't spell things differently in Brooklyn, you're you not in another do. country. Okay, again, forget about it. That says it all right there. That's going to be my go-to every time. You mm-hmm. say that doesn't happen. It's not true. It doesn't exist. Guess what it does. But I never would have stopped and been like, oh, he's terrible at his grammar. Oh, he's a terrible speller. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. And you were putting yourself on the other end of that phone line under so much duress and pressure. Heart palpitations. <laughs> My blood pressure was through the roof. (laughs) I liked you, you know, and the last thing I wanted to do is for you to think that I'm an idiot and be turned off by me when I really liked you. You know, I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. (laughs) It's so funny. I still, I just scratch my head and think, wow, what kind of evil person was I that made him feel so paranoid early on? That's crazy. Uh That's my little part of trying to be perfectionist that, you Mm -hmm. know, when I heard you, if you would have never told me that you love the English language or that you wanted to diagram sentences or anything... I, I wouldn't have put so much pressure on myself. But once you uttered those words, mm-hmm. the pressure was on. That's it. There was no way of avoiding it. I couldn't do anything about it. I, not, you know, the only thing left for me to do is no hablo inglés. <laughs> I didn't talk to you. <laughs> but fast forward, I mean, I did end up pursuing a degree in English education. Oh. So huh. so I was serious. I wasn't just joking and blowing smoke about it. Exactly. That, that was my passion. So here you go. But, you know, I think it was cute, you know. Um, that's, it's a funny story about, you know, how nervous I was texting you. And, you know, we also learned a lot about each other because we came up with silly little games. Yeah. Right. So one of our best games was, you know, tell us three things, uh, tell us three things about yourself that nobody knows, you know, just facts, whatever it is. And we made a point though, early on to say, we're going to be ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not going to act like we're anybody else. Mm-mm. We're not going to put off facade. We both came out of relationships, you know, previous relationships, other lives. And we knew what we wanted and what we didn't want out of a relationship. And we were comfortable without being in a relationship, right. not meeting with each other, but just the fact that when we met, neither one of us were looking for a relationship. So it just kind of fell into our laps anyway, that we were comfortable enough to go like, well, if we're going to do this, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. And that's the thing. When you hear the stuff I'm going to tell you, you're either going to run or you're going to accept it. There's, mm-hmm. there's no there's no other option. You know, so it's... And we dug deep, man. Uh, we threw those cards on the table. Those <laughs> cards came out. There were some bones we were digging up. Yeah, there was some I, old stuff. I had a whole cemetery fall out of my closet. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was funny because we did this and... It helped us get to know each other because, again, there was no facade. Right. Um, it was just a take it or leave it. This is who I am. And then we both respected the fact that we were putting it all out there and trying to see if this was for real or not. Make sure that this was just not some like off the wall weird attraction, that there really was some depth to this relationship that we were building. And I think that that really was key in us feeling comfortable with one another and being able to say unequivocally, like, I know you better than anybody knows you. Absolutely. Yes, and vice do. versa. Yeah. And it was one of those, uh, you know, we trusted each other with all these, whether it was fears, stories or whatever it was. And, you know, no judgment mm-hmm. on either part. It was, this is who I am. 
everything I did in my life, everything I went through in my life made me the person I am today and the person you were falling in love with at that time. Right. And vice versa. You know, mm-hmm. we had to go through what we went through. Yeah, to, that's how we are who we are. So, you know, And the fact that you did not run early on when you suffered a little bit of an injury. No, let me just, that was <laughs> not a little injury. So we, were, we, we didn't know each other maybe like two weeks. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and we're on the phone and, you know, it's one of those late night phone calls and we're talking to each other, you know, for hours on end. Mm-hmm. And I got up and I got up to go to the bathroom and where we were staying, they were cinder block walls. And I kicked the cinder block wall and murdered Why my pinky toe. now? Because <laughs> that's exactly what you did when it happened. And it was the pain I felt was the worst pain. And I literally thought my, my toe fell off. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, my toe has fell off. And I, I got the giggles. I uncontrollable giggles. Ball. I curled up in a ball, grabbed, holding on to my foot for dear life. Went, oh, God, oh, God, God, God. And all I hear... On the other side of the line is you laughing like you're going to pee yourself. I thought I was going to pee myself. (laughs) And it wasn't just for a second or two. No, because once I get the giggles, it's on. For as long as I was rolling on the floor in pain, (laughs) you were laughing just the way you're doing right now. I I don't know what brings that out in me. I have relatives that can attest it's always been this way. I have relatives that are just like me that laugh at other people's pain. And it's only, I'm not going to laugh at you if you are truly in like dire straits and it's a life or death situation. But if we both know My that you're going to be okay. Day. My pinky died. If we both know <laughs> that you're going to be okay, for some reason, I will get the giggles. And then what happened after I got the giggles so much? I... I, I started laughing. <laughs> with I, your hurt toes. So my, you were my, hurt that bad. My, my, <laughs> my toe was throbbing. And you thought it was broken. It wasn't I, broken. There are no medical records to say that toe was broken. Because I never went to the doctor. Because it didn't hurt that bad. If it had really been broken, you might have <laughs> oh, gone to the doctor. Oh, no, it hurt. But from hearing you laugh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm in pain and I'm switching between crying and laughing. <laughs> and why you didn't hang up is the funniest well, thing to me. Thing. That I, just added to it. I just stayed on the line with you, <laughs> listening to you laugh in my pain <laughs> and laughing with you, laughing at me. And you're <laughs> thinking weird. to yourself, why am I doing this? Why what is wrong with this? me? <laughs> yeah, so that was probably one of the early telltale signs that I wasn't just a regular old person and you, you had to decide, <laughs> are you really in this? Because she's kind of twisted. Are you sure you're in this? I think the next time I saw you, I was walking with a limp. I don't think so. Lies. I tell you lies. And that has happened before. You know, that was the first time, but it's definitely happened not so many times afterwards. And it's every single Again, time. as long as it's not life or death kind of thing. You're going to laugh. Right. It's and not If it's not one of those really scary moments that make me freeze, then I'm just going to laugh about it. And one of the funniest thing is when you start laughing, you give me the giggles. And even if I'm in pain, I start laughing too. It's contagious. And I then swear I'm like, I get mad at myself for laughing. I'm like, why am I laughing at myself? My <laughs> sisters and I, we've done it where we laugh and, and we don't, at some point, we forget what we were even laughing about. I've done it with my mother. Like, it's just contagious. Once you get the giggles, yes. you get the giggles. And we have laughed until we cried plenty of times. Yes. <laughs> and many snorts along through that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But that just gives you a little bit of a, an idea that here we were coming from these two very different upbringings, these two different cultures, these two different worlds. You know, New York City, 
versus rural Georgia, that's two different worlds, whether you choose to believe it or not. That's definitely two uh, yes. different worlds. It's it's an, it's a, I mean, the first time I ever came down here, it's a culture shock, right? Yeah. You, the stuff you're used to, but. Well, know. the fact that, you know, most of the stores were closed on Sundays. You were like, what's going on? Why can't we even go shopping on a Sunday? Why can't I buy beer? You know, first time I was shut oh, down from buying right. beer on a Sunday, I was like. Mm-hmm. Now you-, you have to wait till after church is over before you can do that on a Sunday here. Right. So they finally did open that up, but it's still got to be after well, church time. Go figure that there's some dry counties as well. And it's like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. What? It's a different world versus you were in New York where if you wanted Dominican food at 3 a.m., you could get it and get Chinese food at 4 a.m. What do you want? I'll tell you where to get it at whatever time. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a problem. So it it definitely was a different world. And again, I wasn't living in Atlanta. I was living in a rural part of Georgia. So even more so. But I think that was also something that was a little bit of a shock to me is I remember one of the first times that you came down and we were walking back into the house from the car and you looked up and you just kept staring because there were so many stars out that night. And I looked like, okay, yeah, it is pretty. It's very starry. But you were mesmerized. Honey, till this day, every time I get out of my car, I turn up and look at the sky and stare at the stars. So anybody who's ever been to New York and grown, has, you know, lived their whole life there, you, if you see one star, that's a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's on a good night. You see one star... And, you know, and I, since I was a little kid, I was always fascinated by science and astronomy and everything else. So, you know, I'd always go look look at the stars. So the first time I saw stars like that when I got here, I was like, it just it caught my breath. I couldn't I couldn't look away from it. Mm-hmm. I was fascinated by but it. But again, and that was to me, that was another like level of attraction, like wow, look at him just really taking all of this in because things that I had taken for granted. Is it, was it, he's not only cute, he's dumb and innocent too. <laughs> Bless his heart, he's sheltered. <laughs> never seen a star before, look at it. Oh my gosh. But it's, you know, it's, it's funny, um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a different culture, you know, different world. And I, I fell right into it. I mean, I fell in love with it. You introduced me to a lot of different things here in the South, you know. And, you know, whether it's different sayings or different foods or different everything, you know, mm-hmm. it's. It's, it was fun. It has been fun so far, learning everything about you, everything about the relationship and living here. Because, you know, we're living in Georgia now for how many years? For eight, nine? Yeah. Eight years. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's great. I love it. I mean, our story is a funny story. There's new adventures every day. There's craziness. You guys are going to hear a lot of crazy on this podcast because <laughs> everything seems to happen to us in a funny way, not a bad way. There's always something crazy, something funny happening with us. And, you know, no different than when something embarrassing or funny happens to us. I can't wait to run home and tell you about it. I know. And it's one of those things that it, normally you would just want to hide it and keep it to yourself because it was so embarrassing. But there is something that comes over me and with you too where we want to tell the other person because we want them to hear how dumb or stupid it was or how embarrassing it was and laugh with us. That's because we, or at us. we, we know, don't care. We know there's going to be a laugh. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I can't, I can't wait to come home and tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something is wrong with me. I know. I admit it. I accept that fact. Something is wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. 
Well, we just wanted to give you a quick introduction just to give you some background about who we are, kind of how we came to be. But thank you for listening to this episode of Two Pickled Peppers. Please tune in next week for a brand new episode. In the meantime, make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's Two Pickled Peppers, T-W-O, Pickled Peppers. Have a good day. Bye-bye now.